perfect? Bang on my chest if you think I'm perfect. Go ahead, bang on it. No heart? You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries' Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am Bill Snyder. This is Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so much for joining us today on the program, Young Catholics Respond. It's wonderful to be here and be able to talk with you, as always, about uh, and uplift you in your faith uh, with the different, many different guests that we have uh, each and every week for you to come on and uplift you, uh, to inspire you, to help you grow uh, deeper in your, in your faith. I always like to say that Young Catholics Respond is also a uh, call to young people to respond to the call of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And uh, today we have a wonderful guest uh, who did just that. Her name is Blythe Marie Kaufman, and she is a wife, mother of three children, dentist and associate professor at the University of Connecticut School of Dental Medicine. She is the founder of the Children's Rosary, an international prayer group movement for children, and she is the author of the book, The Children's Rosary, a prayer group movement for children. In addition, she has authored a brand new book called uh, Child Consecration to Jesus Through Mary, Following the Spirit of St. Therese, the Little Flower. Uh, and uh, we're very excited to have her on the program. We, we talked about her previous book uh, on, on a different program, so if you're interested in uh, the other the other book on the rosary. Uh, make sure you go back in our archive and listen to it. But uh, Blythe, welcome to the program, and thank you so much for uh, being here to talk about this new wonderful book called Child Consecration to Jesus Through Mary. Oh, thank you so much, Bill, for having me again on the program. I'm very grateful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, this looks absolutely incredible. Uh, so I so I'd love for you to talk with us a little bit about uh, how this book, you know came to be, where the, where the history and the idea for it came, because this is an amazing, amazing book. Oh, thank you, Bill. Uh, well, actually, it's been almost three years since really the, begin- the inception of this book, and it really began in, um, with a, a first inspiration on an evening when I was trying to go to sleep, actually, and, and ideas started to come to my head, um, little inspirations, uh, really a story, if you will, and so it was so much so that I kind of got up and I started jotting down, which ultimately became a little allegory. And it's it's set in the garden, and it's sort of the toils and struggles one has in growing things, um, with the child, a child being the, the the main person in the allegory, also working under the guidance of her mother. And she's been given seeds by her father, and she's trying to grow seeds for him. Or, or, fruit and vegetables and flowers and so forth for him. Um, and so this sort of sets up what ultimately has be- is now a, a consecration journey that's very much like the St. Louis de Montfort consecration outlined in the classic text, True Devotion to Mary. But its approach is completely different. The, um, the readings in the St. Louis de Montfort are, are, are fairly dense and, and heavy and, and for really an adult audience, and there's lots of litanies and prayers and so forth associated with them. It's a beautiful consecration, um, but it's something that young children wouldn't really be able to plow through. Um, this, however, takes all of the, the messages and the, the, the things that are contained within that consecration and very gently... Um, introduces them through the method of unpacking an allegory. 
over 30, <clears throat> 33 days. And so it's something that young people can understand, but it's also almost like a parable in the Bible where young people can understand, but also it's very relevant to adults as well. So it's, it's a, it's a, um, it opens up the door for more people to be able to do a consecration to Jesus through Mary. Yeah, it really is incredible. And, you know, maybe talk a little bit about what consecration is. I know we, you know, I, I, I know it, uh, you know, is very popular. We've seen uh, many different consecrations come out. And, and talk about what, uh, you know, the, the consecration is. I know there's a consecration to, uh, as you mentioned, you know, uh, Mary th- through St. Louis to Montfort. We hear about the 33 days uh, to morning glory. We hear about, a lot about these different consecrations. Uh, even I think there's a new consecration to St. Joseph. Um, but, but, but this consecration, as you said, opens the door for, um, you know, more people to do it, uh, more, more, more and more childlike, maybe I should say, uh, to, to open up uh, the door to do it. But talk about what consecration is and why one would want to do consecration. So this is a consecration um, to Jesus through Mary, and I think St. Louis de Montfort always really kept that emphasis on the Jesus. So some people will call it a Marian consecration, which is not wrong, but one always has to keep the focus on the end point, which is Jesus. And if ever we would lose sight of that, our Blessed Mother would would, would um, try to write that, because, because our end point is not our Blessed Mother. Our Blessed Mother is the way by which we make more perfect union with the will of our Lord. And so um, in this book, what it does is it, it does it addresses all what you said. Why would you want to consecrate yourself to Jesus through Mary? So the beginning part is talking really about why would you want Our Lady, a Blessed Mother's assistance. And I think right now in the Church and, and in the world, we are in a very difficult time to raise, well, uh, to raise holy children um, because there's so many things, so much secularism that's drawing, distracting them and trying to rob them of their purity, rob them of their childhood, make them like little adults too early. And so for young parents, um, and sadly for grandparents watching this happen, you, you're wondering how, what, what can we do, where can you find help to navigate these waters and really bring up holy children? And so I think, you know, the Church throughout history has provided assistance at the right time for the challenges particular to that age. And I think Right now, our Blessed Mother is critical in helping our families, children, and ourselves as adults to stay on the straight path in these very murky waters that are hard to navigate. So um, the first part of the book is talking about why would you want to be close to our Blessed Mother and give her everything to present to our Lord? Because, you know, when we come, oftentimes we may have some level of sin, and that is offensive to our Lord. And so by presenting it to Our Lady and then she gifting it to Our Lord, it's going through her hands, which are without blemish, and and she's always well-received. So anything we have that we want to give to Our Lord just seems so much more beautiful when it comes to our Blessed Mother. And she also protects what we have so that while we're trying to gather other things to give to Our Lord, we don't lose them. Um, so she's she's a place of protection for the spiritual um gifts that we want to give to our Lord. Uh, she also helps us to understand how precious time is. When you're young, you feel like time's your friend. You can like, oh, well, I'll do something about that later. Yes. She helps to realize how important time is. And so many people, like as we age, we kind of go, oh, if only I had known about this consecration when I was a little, I wonder what my life would have been like. Mm-hmm. Well, 
this is helps to, to, while we're young, we're very malleable, like a young branch, you know, you can bend it. We're not sort of stuck in our ways. So she can mold you and bend you in the right path when you're young. So it's a wonderful gift you can give to your, to children to have them put under this care in such a young time. And, and she's faithful to that entrustment. And we had even had a bishop, um, Bishop Keenan, who wrote our forehead for forward. Um, he said his mother consecrated him to the blessed, um, did a consecration when he was a baby. And he said he felt that it had shaped not only his priesthood, but also now being a bishop. And so, you know, never worry that you can do this too young, uh, because this is, is really, really important, especially in these times. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I, I, I really encourage parents, uh, young parents, to um, give this book uh, to their children. Uh, grandparents, do the same thing. This is, a, this is like a wonderful, wonderful gift, especially as we come up on, on the holiday season. But uh, I, in, in looking through each and every uh, different day, Blythe, it's very neat uh, how, again, how you have it laid out and, you know, you're talking about the different elements. I, I see, uh, and, and I would love it if you talk a little bit about this prayer. Uh, many of the prayers are very familiar, right? The Our Father, Hail Mary, Glory Be. Uh, but then there's this other prayer that's in there, and, and I know it, um, but uh, many people don't know this prayer. It's the Ave Maris Stella. And and why is this prayer so, so beautiful and so included in the, in the book? Man, this prayer is such a, such a wonderful prayer. And um, so, so thank you for including it, first of all. But, but talk a little bit about the power of this prayer. Well, this prayer is also used in the St. Louis de Montfort consecration. And when I was doing it with um, my children as they, they're now in their teenage years, so I was able to do this with them, um, one of my children actually has uh, some learning disabilities, especially memory issues. And I was really, um, it was really interesting that as I would read this with them, even though she would have a lot of problems remembering prayers and things, this particular prayer, she wouldn't. Um, she memorized it without even looking at it very, very quickly. And it has these rhymes through it, and it's addressing our Blessed Mother, you know, Hail, Bright Star of the Ocean, God's own Mother, Blessed, Ever Sinless Virgin, Gate of Heavenly Rest. So there's this beautiful kind of cadence to it of addressing Our Lady. And I had read also another place of um, kind of a mystic talking about um, how pleasing this prayer was when sung to Our Lady and or, or prayed to Our Lady. And so when I had read that, it stuck with me that, you know, this was something that was very beautiful and pleasing to Our Lady, and also something that um, I could imagine, because of my experience with my own daughter, that young children just sitting at the knee of a parent reading it, you know, the next day it just it just comes, and, and it's very easy for them to say and remember and, and, and almost like kind of saying it. So, so I just thought it would be a beautiful little addition to this that would be very easy for young people, um, children, to say, and even adults, because, um, you know, it's something that's beautiful, timeless to, to our blessed mother. Yeah. And you know, that, that's such a beautiful thing that, um, it, it introducing some quality, some new quality prayers, uh, for, for children and not, and not watering it down, you know, saying, okay, well, children know the, our father, Hail Mary and glory be, they, they already know that. Let's just, let's, let's just leave it at that. But, but to include something that, um, you know, is beautiful, that's included in St. Louis de Montfort's uh, consecration, 
to to include that and say, you know what, children should know this. Children can learn this, and uh, children can benefit from from using this prayer. That's that's awesome. And again, it also speaks to the 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 childlike and the and the young at heart in this book. Um, you know, to be able to give them access to 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 wonderful prayers and beauty. Uh, you know, the stories that you tell uh, and the and the um, different ways that you highlight the the uh, consecration to Our Lady is so beautiful. Um, and, and and I would love it if you talk a little bit about the artwork too, because you have a wonderful artist uh, who who accompanied you. Uh, she's actually one of the children in the Rosary movement, right? Uh, her name's Abigail Ryan. So why don't you talk a little bit about uh, how how this uh, came came to be? Oh, absolutely, yes. I Ab- Abigail is wonderful. She, um, she her mom started a children's rosary prayer group, and she was part of that. And I remember her mom sending me a beautiful picture of her crowning Our Lady in May um, during a May crowning, and um, she sent us some pictures to, to highlight on our children's rosary website. And I noticed that she was really gifted as an artist, so I asked her um, if she would. Uh, do some artwork for some Christmas cards that we were doing with the children's rosary. And so she became our little artist for the Christmas cards. And actually the cover of the book was actually a Christmas card that she did for us. And, and, you know, after the, the allegory was written and I was, you know, in discernment and about each of the different days and, and prayer and prayer and so forth, I had kept that card because it was almost like it was a piece of art really. And I had kept it in my room and I was staring at it. And all of a sudden I realized that this was going to be the, the cover. And I had always thought there was something that our Lord would use and our lady would use it for some special purpose. The face of our lady is just so tender on it. And so I, I reached out to her mom and said, would she consider doing additional illustrations for the book? And so she asked mm-hmm. little Abigail and she went away and a little later she came back and said she'd, she'd prayed to our lady and she felt like our blessed mother wanted her to do it. And so she was nine at the time when she did the cover and over about two years, she did um, the illustrations that, uh, I guess, well, they're watercolors with ink, but she uses like watercolor pencils, added water to it, and then that creates the effect. Um, but they're just beautiful. And I think it really, um, it speaks to all that our children can do in the church, that they, all their little hearts are able to give to our Lord. Sometimes it's only through, you know, through prayer, which is so valuable, but sometimes it's through um, their talents that our Lord's given them you know, illustrations. Um, actually, my son, who's 13, has actually begun the translation of this book in Spanish, and some might think, well, whoa, does he have the abilities? Well, we, our Lord was able to give us a professional um, translator to do the proofing, but just to, to, to allow young children to contribute what they have and to give that lens, yeah. you know, to, to see the world through the, uh, the eyes of a child, it's just very special, and I think it's special to our Lord, and it's kind of refreshing, really, to the rest of us. Yes, it is. Uh, it certainly is. Uh, this again, this book is so wonderful uh, for for all people to encounter. Uh, give you the title and the name of it uh, once again as we just get ready to take a short break here on Young Catholics Respond. Uh, we're talking with Blythe Kaufman. Uh, the book is Child Consecration to Jesus through Mary, uh, following the Spirit of Saint Therese, the Little Flower. So, right back after these messages here. On Young Catholics Respond, we'll continue our conversation with Blythe right after. 
Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563 Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147 or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. Hi, everybody. Bill Snyder here. Just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. And as a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry, we have so much more going on than just our podcasts. Check it out at patchworkheart.org. The St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith offers prayerful accompaniment for those who are affected by divorce and separation. We offer free online support meetings for those affected by divorce and for adult children of divorce. You can learn more about us at nonatus.org. That's N-O-N-N-A-T-U-S dot org. Text or call 215-870-9913. Our Blessed Mother wants only the best for her children and has given us a special place where she promises to help all those who appeal to her motherly love and protection. Telling Saint Juan Diego that here I will alleviate the sufferings of all those who love me and seek my protection. That holy place is now the site of the beautiful Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico City. If you would like to learn more about how you can visit this special place of grace, please visit vivaguadalupe.org for more information. Our Lady may be calling you now. Your heart is always beating, but you never have to think about it. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Hey everybody, welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder. Today my guest is Blythe Kaufman, and uh, she is the author of this wonderful new children's consecration called Child Consecration to Jesus Through Mary Following in the Spirit of St. Therese the Little Flower. Uh, and... It is truly a beautiful book, and we've been talking all about it in the first half of the program, but I want to kind of shift, Blythe, our conversation to uh, the, the incredible response it's gotten from the church leadership. Uh, the, there are so many uh, recommendations and, uh, and just uh, praise for the, the, this book, and, uh, and names like uh, Cardinal uh, Robert Serra uh, and uh, His Eminence uh, Leo <laughs> Cardinal Burke. Uh, so there's so many different uh, Raymond Burke. So there's so many different um, bishops and and priests and people. Uh, EWTN has highly recommended it. Uh, Doug Keck, uh, the president of and chief chief operating officer of EWTN. So uh, why why has it gotten such great response uh, as you talk to the church leadership about this this wonderful book? Oh, thank you. Well, praise God that that it has been well received, and I. I you know, this book comes through prayer, it comes through fasting, and um, and I give all credit to our Lord for what He has done through this, and so um, I've, I hope that I've always stayed true to those little inspirations that came along the way, and I think what resulted is something that's kind of, it's, which is really rock solid in the faith, so there's nothing uh, of concern there, and it's just very timeless, so you could have used this book a hundred years ago, and presumably you might be able to use it in a hundred years. I mean, there's no modernism in it. It's just a classic, you know, 
text that is a manual to help souls reach the heights of sanctity in a in a in a, a spirituality that is identified by Saint Therese, um, the Little Flower. And um, one of you know one of the the endorsements mentions Cardinal Burke. He says. Um, I highly recommend it to parents who wish to introduce their children to Marian devotion and thus help them to give their hearts, one with the Immaculate Heart of Mary, completely to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And I thought that was really interesting that he mentions about giving their hearts, because uh, someone mentioned to me a a study that came out maybe two years ago, and it was the Going, Going, Gone study, where they were finding that uh, our, our young people are leaving the church at a very fast rate, and what they found actually is if a child, if a young person does not have a relationship with our Lord by the age of 13, um, oftentimes they will leave the church. So um, it's so critical that the hearts of our young people are close to our Lord, that they have a relationship. And once, how do you, you know, bring your children to have a love of our Lord and have a relationship with Him? And our Blessed Mother stands there wanting to help us but she never forces her help on anyone. And so this consecration journey is the ask. This is the ask to our Blessed Mother. Help us, help our children to fall in love with our Lord, to give our hearts to Jesus. And that's what this does. And so once, you know, once a person is in love with someone, they're going to find time for them, no matter what happens. And, once, and so then you're going to find young people that are coming up in the church that want to give their time, that want to raise their own children in the faith. And you're going to start to see pews filling up. So that's what I hope for this book. I hope that these these children will fall in love with our Lord, give their hearts to our Lord, to our Blessed Mother. You know, that is so beautiful. It is so beautiful. Um, I, I would love it if you would, uh, you know, maybe provide us with a blueprint of, of, of how parents can kind of walk along side and really you probably can get both parent and child to do the consecration together because uh you know this book is going to lead both of them closer in their faith as you're as you're reading this so uh talk with me a little bit about um you know how the nuts and bolts of going through and uh doing this consecration together what would what would that blueprint look like for for a family so what this would look like is you know the Ideally, you know, you have a parent or both parents present, and, and the first day is the long, there's this little allegory, which wouldn't probably take you more than 10, 10 to 15 minutes to read. No extra prayers that first day. And then the second day, and these are sort of broken into weeks. So there's about four weeks' worth of material. So then um, the following days, you're going to say an opening prayer to the Holy Spirit before you read that particular day's um, little reading. And the readings might take you each day approximately, some are quite short, they're only like two paragraphs, um, and they're all kind of on a different theme each day. And at the end of the little reading, there's a goal, which really distills down the message of that day into one sentence, and then uh, up several prayers. And so, for instance, the first week, as you mentioned, um, there's the Ave Maria Stella, but there's also an Our Father, Hail Mary, and the Gordi. So maybe those children don't know all those prayers, so for a week, just over a week, you're going to be saying those every night along with that. And then the next week, um, the readings continue a similar length, but all of a sudden you add 10 Hail Marys. So you're essentially doing a decade of the rosary. And then for the third week, we add one extra thing, the creed. So that's now giving you the building blocks. Now you're understanding, you know, the foundation of your faith through the through profession of the creed. And then it's also helping you to, to reach the last week where we actually ask the um, families or the children to pray a rosary at, at the end. 
So, and you do nine days of that. So by the end, it's, it's a very gentle building of prayer. And by the end, you're really ready to continue, hopefully, with that kind of, you know, nightly rosary, if you will, uh, or more prayers if, uh, you know, you want to build in more prayers over time. Uh, but it's just helping you to create these really nice um, prayer time that can be continued. And I would say, you know, this there, there are a number of different materials out there for consecration, as you mentioned. But, you know, you wonder, well, why are there so many? Yeah, I think it's because our Blessed Mother, she's so sensitive to the needs of her children, um, grown children and little children, and she wants them to come to be able to address each of her children right where they are. And so you might ask, well, what is this one for? I would say this is a book for adults or children who have some level of prayer in their life but want to go further. It's a tool to help them go even deeper. And uh, there are some other materials that might be good for someone who's never had any prayer. Now, having said that, you could do this with a child that's never had prayer. Um, and the other, the idea, too, is you do a yearly reconsecration. And so that understanding can deepen and grow year after year. So there's no worries that did they get it all? Did they understand everything the first time? So you could use it. But I would say the sweet spot for this book would be somebody who's doing a little bit of prayer already, um, a child, for instance, and you just want to take them and go even further in prayer uh, and help them reach those high heights of sanctity with them. That's you know that is so beautiful. Um, I I, I want to ask you you know you you've provided so many wonderful resources um, through through this and you have a you all, you have a companion website called childconsecration.com, which which will uh, also really help uh, families uh, you know engage with the content and find more content. So just talk a little bit about the website and, and how you have that structured as well. Oh, thank you. Yes, um, the website uh, is going to help you to find out where to order the book, which is um, the book's available through EWTN Religious Catalog, both in the United States and Great Britain. It also provides you with uh, you know, some of the different um, endorsements. You can read about that. It also suggests that this book can be used in, in schools by teachers on a daily basis, read to the children. It can be used in faith formation classes, which we're already seeing. We're also seeing schools um, and also prayer groups and parishes. It can be used, obviously, in the home, also by grandparents. And we actually just uh, released something really exciting, which is that if for some reason a person was in a part of the world or something where they couldn't get a book, ideally you would have a book to read, you know, show the pictures with the kids. But if you couldn't, or you're waiting for the book to arrive and you want to start on a particular date to end on a very special Marian feast, then you could start it online because we just put up the consecration journey on the website, childconsecration.com. So if you've got a teacher who's doing it every day and then the kids go on the weekends and they don't have the book or can't afford to buy the book, their parents can, can use the website so that they don't miss a day. And, and it's just making it more feasible so that there's nobody who's feels like there's a barrier to them making this consecration to Jesus through Mary. So cool. Uh, this is a, this is so wonderful. Uh, Blythe, I want to thank you uh, so much for coming on the program today and talking with us. And, uh, and, and please, uh, you know, as you continue to work, uh, please know you're always welcome uh, to come on and, and, uh, and, and share uh, what the Blessed Mother is uh, doing through your hands. Uh, it's, it's so inspiring. Uh, and, and if you would, just uh, leave us with a little bit of uh, information about 
uh, you know, the children's rosary and, and, and how people uh, can continue on with that. I know that's right on the website there, too, but just talk with us a little bit about that in the closing minutes or so. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so the children's rosary was uh, started almost 10 years ago, and it's a prayer group movement for children where children are meeting in parishes, schools, or orphanages to pray the rosary as a little prayer group. And the main goal is to um, support the prayer lives of children. And we've got groups now in uh, approximately 34 countries. We just had a new group um, form in Malaysia. We had a new group meet for the first time in Paraguay yesterday. So it's it's growing. You're, you're joining a tapestry of prayer around the world. Many people don't see children praying anymore. So to be part of this, you also receive the grace of other children, including you in their prayers. Um, we have a website for that. It's called childrensrosary.org. Um, again, childrensrosary.org. And you may have seen the Children's Rosary airing on EWTN. They often do that. And uh, that that's our Children's Rosary. So that's kind of a little window into what a prayer group might look like. Awesome. Uh, Blythe, thank you so much for your time. Uh, it's always great to talk with you. And, uh, and, and certainly wish you the best of luck and courage all of our listeners to go over to uh, childconsecration.com or directly to uh, EWTN's Religious Catalog, uh, where the book is sold. So uh, certainly appreciate your time and, uh, and all your work and your, your incredible uh, devotion to Our Lady. So thank you so much for all the work you do, and thanks so much for being here today. Thank you so much, Bill. All right, all right, folks. Well, this has been an episode of Young Catholics Respond. Until next time, from all of us here at Patchwork Heart Ministry, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart. You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patchwork Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry.